Well, hello, you gorgeous thing. It's so nice to see you here. I'm delighted you've made a little bit of time for you. I hope this helps you make some more time for you. That is the theme of this episode. Um, You'll be pleased to know my nails now look lovely. Keep listening to find out why. Enjoy and let me know what your thoughts are after listening to this episode. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to From Inside the Hive with me, Jane Galloway from Quiet the Hive. I have a question for you. How do you make time for you? And for those of you who have just snorted and said, time, what time, Jane, you must be mad, then this is exactly the right episode for you. I have to say that uh, I will admit that um, I'm recording this at 20 to 9 nearly. Oh, squeaky chair, excuse me. Um, I promise it was the chair. <laughs> at quarter to nine and I'm recording it also while painting my nails, having put the kids to bed. Um, so one could say that I've not been particularly good at creating time for me. So the irony of recording this episode now is not lost on me. But I spent last weekend with a group of wonderful women Um, We were away for the Your Life Less Ordinary Weekender. If you want to know more about that, I'll put it in the show notes along with everything I mentioned in this episode. Um, And the basic premise of the Your Life Less Ordinary Weekend um, is that we invite you to come along and leave the everyday roles. Sounds like a Womble song, doesn't it? Um, Leave the everyday roles that you fulfill behind. So when you come to your life less ordinary, you are not there as a mum, you are not there as a spouse or an employee or an employer. You're not there as a carer or as a sister or as a daughter. You are there as you. And the reason I was inspired to record this episode is that um, most of the women who joined us on that weekend, actually booked last November. So I kid you not, they have been waiting for this weekend for a year. And what was remarkable was that they kept that weekend in the diary. Now, you may have seen that we had a cancellation on the weekend, which was rare considering we've been sold out since almost last November. Um, And I feel really sorry that that person was unable to join us and I wonder if some of that was about not being able not feeling able to prioritize ourselves so bear with me this is not punitive or blame casting at all I mention it purely because I know for a fact for me that sometimes when I feel stressed when I feel pressured when I'm busy the things that get removed from the diary are the things that I really want to do, but they're about me. So it doesn't feel like a priority. Hmm, A couple of double sneezes from a child in bed there. (laughs) It doesn't feel like a priority, so it's the first thing that gets ditched. And actually, it should be the thing we're prioritising more. There's that wonderful um, saying, isn't there? And I will 
attribute it wrong, so I'm not even going to try and attribute it, um, about meditation, that everyone should meditate for an hour a day, unless you're busy, in which case you should meditate for two. Um, and I think that's so true about carving out time for ourselves. It's always the first thing to go, in the same way that in an organisation when there is a cost crisis, the first thing to get cut is quite often development. And it's so counterintuitive in some ways because actually investing in ourselves is so important in the same way, whether that's self-development, whether that's time to ourselves, in the same way that we talk about applying the oxygen mask. And I know that you'll have heard me use this analogy before, and I know that it's cliche, but it's true for a reason. If we don't carve out time for ourselves, if we don't put ourselves first every so often, then actually we are no good in service of other people. And let's face it, as women, we often, one of the things we prioritise is being of service to others. One of the things that motivates us is about making a difference or being of service to others. So if we're not looking after ourselves, we cannot possibly hope to be of service to others or to contribute in the way that we might wish because we'll be too exhausted. We'll be too cross that we just haven't had this time. We will be too unfocused. We will be burnt out. We will feel harangued and harassed and actually if we just take time for ourselves, we can really nail some of that stuff. Now, I know it may sound trivial. I know that some of you may be listening to this thinking, well, that's great for you because you're able to carve out that time. But believe me, I haven't always been able to carve that time and I'm not always able to now, but I do know the importance of doing it. So I do prioritise it. And that's why I was so impressed with the women who joined us this weekend, who made that self-care a priority, who made it a priority to spend time thinking about what drives them, what excites them, what lights them up. And while I was actually having a conversation with um, a new coaching client about this this morning, while we can absolutely do the thinking as we scurry around attending to our everyday other things it never really st sticks it never really takes us forward because it's just milling around in our heads when we start writing stuff down and when we start committing to things and exploring things in a way that gets the words out of our head and either onto paper or into the space in front of us by sharing with other people or exploring with other people whether that's through coaching or a wider conversation, it makes all the difference. So giving yourself the time to do that is so, so important. And it doesn't have to be a big, long piece of time. I mean, ideally, it would be two weeks in the Bahamas, right? But let's face it, not likely to happen that often, sadly. Um, if anyone knows a really good deal, then let me know. <laughs> but it's often just about carving out half an hour for yourself, an hour of luxury, whether that is doing some writing and journaling, whether it is sitting outside with a coffee and listening to the birdsong, whether it is curling up this time of year especially 
on a favourite seat with a really good book in front of a fire or with a candle, the glow of a candle. I know that when I first became parent, it's no joke, no joke, no coincidence, no joke either, that it coincided with me taking up running because I craved a moment to myself and by starting running it meant that I got out of the house for 30 minutes, two or three times a week and had some time to myself. Now, I think I must have been quite desperate because I was never a lover of PE. I tried to be a runner previously, didn't do so very well at it. But that was the start of my running career, which I feel like I had until pre-pandemic. Um, squeaky chair again, sorry. Moving positions. Um, <laughs> and sometimes I, so I'm not a person who has a bath very often. I do shower regularly, but I will only have a bath maybe once a year or every to 18 months. But when I had children, it was the chance to get 20 minutes on my own with the bathroom door locked. And so I started having baths every so often. Now, these were not particularly recommended, I have to say, because I would sometimes wake up in quite tepid water. So not the safest of things to do. But there was something about that primal need to carve out some time for me. And I'm wondering about how you do that. So there are a number of ways that I can suggest, and I'll talk to you more about perhaps more formal ways to do that. But I wonder, this episode drops on a Friday, I wonder what you might do this weekend to carve out half an hour for yourself. If you find it hard to carve out time, start with a chunk of time that is decent, but not insurmountable. So half an hour is ideal. Don't spend your half an hour thinking about what should I do? Maybe have a bit of a think about that in advance. Maybe get your wet weather gear and your walking boots if you're going to plan to go outside and have those ready so that you can get them on and go straight away. Or maybe you find your book and get your coffee ready or whatever it is. If you share a living space with someone, do you need to ask for some help or support to do this, to put it in place? So you can plan for it. It doesn't have to be spontaneous. Maybe you could take a whole day, a whole afternoon perhaps, or a whole day. Maybe you could even eke it out to a weekend. Taking myself off at the beginning of year, the this year, sorry, um, in February and having three days away from the house and it wasn't about being away from anyone else it was about being away from the laundry or from the tidying up or the little things that I think I should get done I went somewhere where there was no mobile signal there was no internet no wi-fi there was just me and it was heavenly and I remember well you can read the blog piece on it 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 took me by surprise because it took me a whole day just to stop feeling like itchy to do stuff. Um, I think my learning was next time I'd go for four days because I know it takes me a day to completely switch off. But that felt like sheer luxury. And coming back after that it felt just as good as being away for a two-week holiday somewhere. So how can you do this for yourself? Now you heard me mention coaching. If you've got coaching available to you, that can be a brilliant way if you are trying to think through a particular issue or challenge that is time limited that you need some support with, coaching can really be a great option for you. And you know that I'm available for that if you want. You're, you're um, award-winning a women's mindset coach. 
um, is available if you want to explore the possibility of some one-to-one -one coaching. The other thing you could do is book on to something like Your Life Less Ordinary. Why not Your Life Less Ordinary? Book it now. Your future self, your November self, or your February self, because we're running one in February and one in November this year, will really thank you for doing it. I'll put the details for that in the show notes so that you can take a look. But there's something about promising yourself that you will do this in advance. It gives you something to look forward to, something to focus on, and um, it really gives you a, a mindful place, a mindful point of your year. Um, we've already had people who were with us last weekend book on for next November. So again, a year in advance because they know how important, how valuable it has been for them to carve out that time. Um, you may have seen, so, oh my goodness, when this lands with you on Friday, if you're listening to this on Saturday morning, I will know. But I was so, so proud and so honoured to be shortlisted for an award that is being announced tomorrow. That's the 17th of November. Um, it's the Transforming Lives Award and it's my programme, Awakening Women's Lives, that has been shortlisted for this. The most thrilling thing about this for me is that it's been, I've been nominated for this. The programme has been nominated for this by an alumni of Awakening Women's Lives. She felt so strongly um, about this programme that she so kindly um, nominated me for it. And I had to submit as part of the application for this when I was contacted, testimonials from other women who've been on this programme. So the fact that I have been shortlisted, that I'm a finalist on the strength of those testimonials really blows me away. And I tell you what else blows me away about those women is that they gave themselves the opportunity to take six months to reflect on where they were, on where they wanted to be, and to create a blueprint of how to get there. That is the gift of giving yourself time, of investing in yourself. Yes, money, but mostly that investment of time. Imagine how it would feel to have six months to reflect on where you are, where you want to be, and how to get there to look at how you can move past your inner critic, to tap into your inner queen bee, if you will, your inner goddess that can help you make wise decisions, to understand what your dreams and desires and ambitions are, because so long we put them on the back burner and put everyone else as a priority. This programme really allows the women who work on it to make significant and substantial Changes to their lives, if that's what they want. Um, but it's no coincidence that it is up for a Transforming Lives Award because people do call it life-changing. So imagine the gift of six months and actually to celebrate being shortlisted, being a finalist. I've put together a little package. So if you sign up um, before the end of November, not only do you get that incredible six-month programme, but you also get two free hour sessions of coaching with me um, that's two separate hour sessions. You also get not only the kick-ass goodie box, uh, the welcome box that gets sent out, but you get an extra gift in there. And you get the opportunity to pay in six instalments with no additional admin fees. I want to make this as, as accessible to you as I possibly can. 
Not only that, but I also, if you recommend a friend, so if a friend also signs up and it doesn't have to be the same cohort, then I would like to offer you both a thank you and give you £125 off each of your places. All of that is yours if you sign up by the end of November. More importantly, six months of thinking time, of time to explore what you want out of this one wild and precious life. You know that feeling when you think something has to change but you're just not sure what? This programme can help you figure out what that is. And that is so, so important. So you can do it in one-to-one coaching sessions, you could do it over a weekend at Your Life Less Ordinary, or you could join me for Awakening Women's Lives, the next cohort starts in February. I will put all of the links in the show note. But most importantly, I want to know how you are going to prioritise you. How are you going to give yourself some time over the next few days? Why not reach out and let me know? I'd love to know how you carve out that time for you and what you do with that time when you've got it. For some of us, it's sitting down doing nothing. For others, it's pursuing a hobby or an ambition or just a way of being that you might not get to access on your day-to-day life. Okay, enough from me. Next time we'll be joined by a guest um, and it's nearly the end of series 10. I cannot quite believe it. Um, it's been a delight to spend the time with you, but I'm sure I might be able to pop in a couple of extra bonus episodes as we approach winter, as we approach the festive season and winter, I guess. Anyway, until next time, take really good care and I'll speak to you soon. If you enjoyed this podcast from Inside the Hive by Quiet the Hive, then please leave us a five-star rating or drop us any comments in the box below. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Any comments or ratings you give us all help other people who would benefit from the content to find us. Thanks so much.